It's Brian Anthony from the Office of Student Life and Leadership in the booth. Welcome to another episode of Hill Talks. Each episode, we will bring you an inspiring message to help improve your leadership skill set. Everyone can always use leadership tips, so we hope that you get something out of it. We're live in the booth. Today's topic focuses on new aspects of leadership, featuring some of campus's most prominent leaders from a student and professional lens. Hello, everyone. My name is Caress Roach. I work over in Student Wellness as the Health Promotion and Wellbeings Programs Coordinator. Let's kick it. first and earliest memories I have is of one with me and my siblings. It was had been just some random day. Um, I'm number three of six. So around that time, technically I was the, what, third? I was like the third middle child because there was only, there was five of us. And then my baby brother, he was one. And then there was me who was about seven. My older sister is two years older, so that makes her nine. And then my eldest brother is 10. And then there's um, another brother right underneath me who is, that would make him six at the time. So, I mean, we were, um, yeah, always into something, always doing something. Uh, And the way that it happened around there is if one person got in trouble, we all got in trouble. But we also kind of, you know, kind of had our own life within a big old family and so we ended up having another sister later but in terms of this um leadership moment i have been usually the one who is very obedient i'm helpful and i'm very quiet usually but in this instance in time we all really wanted to see what was on a vhs tape that my dad kept at the top of the wall unit (laughs) (laughs) so um, I feel like I didn't leave that charge. I was kind of roped in with my older brother since he's always kind of, you know, getting us in trouble or he's always in trouble or doing something um, to rope us in. But I think this was something we all actually wanted to figure out as well. All of us did. I don't think my baby brother really knew, but um, and I don't know if I was necessarily knowing exactly what was going on. But I do know that there was a tape on the top of the wall unit that my dad always watched when we couldn't be around, he wouldn't let us see what was going on. And he would always go back and forth, back and forth. Um, and so on it, it was called Tony's Little Workout, which is like, all right. Don't exactly know what that means or what that is. Is your dad's name Tony? Huh? Is your dad's name Tony? No, his name is okay. Larry. So it's, not, it's not Tony's. <laughs> it ain't Larry's. Exactly. Which either, um, you know, kind of furthered our curiosity. Like, what is this? I didn't know it was called that until le- years later. You know, I think at that point I could read, but I wasn't comprehending per se. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to know what the heck was on that tape. Everyone wanted to know. So we waited for my dad to leave um, just around some errands. And again, time, the concept of time back then wasn't really realistic looking back on it. But um, I think it was very important because that's, we were like really running against the time. My dad left. My brother climbed up to the wall unit and put the tape in. So we started watching the tape and we're kind of fast forward and rewinding because we didn't know exactly what we were looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, Meanwhile, my baby brother was just kind of chilling there. I put in the tape. My brother was the lookout to make sure that, um, you know, by the time my daddy got back, we were able to at least put the tape back. And so, yeah, we were just sitting here watching it. Next thing you know, um, my brother witnessed my dad in the shore stop. It was like a little shore stop convenience station across our street. So we were able to get, you know, the alert like, hey, 
we don't know exactly what we're looking at, but we got to put this tape back, like stats and right now. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I just remember my brother like turning to my left and looking at my brother like jump off of the couch so that he can really see out the window to be able to see my dad. And at that point, yeah, you were like, shoot, we got to get this back. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I think that's when, yeah, my leadership ability started to kick in because I know that one. I'm not about to get in trouble because he want to play around and get this tape. I don't even know what the tape is. I'm just trying to be a you know, sibling (laughs) follower and still um, try to figure out and um, satisfy my curiosity because I'm just a naturally inquisitive person. So meanwhile, my baby brother starts just crying out of nowhere, which was stressful. My older sister is like really running around trying to tell people what to do. Um, And I feel like, yeah, my brother, he was just running around as well, really hype and excited um, and so we did see what was on that, um, videotape. I don't think we fully known what it was and I can describe to you what I remember seeing, <laughs> but all I remember saying is, yeah, starting to really understand to look around like time is of the essence. Okay. So I got to say something. I got to do something. My, my um, siblings weren't really used to me giving direct orders. I think they were just mm-hmm. used to me like speaking on behalf of myself, which is fine. But in this moment, it was like, listen up this is what we about to do okay because i'm not getting in trouble i'm trying to go outside this weekend don't nobody got time to be grounded right <laughs> like these are things i'm reminding. i'm actually remembering told my brother stop running around and you need to get this tape back on the top but also we got to rewind this tape and remember where the heck we had it because otherwise he'll know that we were watching this tape mm-hmm. And that people don't know VHSs don't reset. Hey. Like you gotta, you gotta rewind that mud back. Yes. Real, real, real. <laughs> um, and luckily, I was able to remember like the numbers that was on the VCR. You just got to get it back to zero. It, it don't matter what it was, um, or like what trying to remember the scene that it was on. But I remember telling, trying to get my sister, "Hey, I need you to sit here and rewind this until zero, and you stop at zero. Otherwise, it'll go beyond the zero. You know, because like you said, VHS." <laughs> So there's probably footage before wherever we started it. Um, so she was doing that. I was trying to simmer down my baby brother because he was crying. Of course, my dad probably would have been like, what the hell? Why is he crying? What's going on? All of y'all still line up um, to get disciplined. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so my brother, um, yeah, I started delegating tasks and again, trying to get everyone to understand like um, we got to get it back up. We didn't get it back in time. My dad was like, literally, it seemed like a split second before everything. And then he told us to go upstairs once he realized the tape was not on the wall unit. So we didn't get the tape back there in time. And I think my older brother stashed it in the bathroom. That was like this little magazine tray. Um, and yeah, I just remember him coming inside, everyone running upstairs. And he dropped his keys. And then all of a sudden, he said, D'Artagnan. Crystal, Caress, and Michael, come on downstairs. <laughs> uh, you already knew what it was at that point. Yes, in that order. Um, and so generally, our dad, he disciplined us, but he didn't discipline us like our mom disciplined us. And so he would always tell us, like, hey, if y'all don't tell me what I need to know or the truth don't come out, I'm going to tell your mama. So that's when everybody was, like, shaking in their boots, <laughs> like, oh, no. We didn't expect all of this, you know? Like, this is dad's yeah. tape. <laughs> Why is he bringing mom into this? So now we're scared. My baby brother just started bawling at that point, and we're all in a line. And so I kept telling them, like, it's just, we don't know. We don't know where it's at, right? Our story is we don't know. If everyone is saying we don't know where this tape is, we're all good to go, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
I thought that that was the consensus, telling Dad we don't know. He asked him questions left and right. Where is the tape? I know that I left it here. I know that y'all know that I leave this tape here. Y'all know y'all ain't supposed to be looking at it. It magically disappeared. It ain't here. What's what's up? And again, everyone, plead a fifth, please. Our story is that we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He ends up sending us upstairs, letting us know that he's going to tell our mom that that video is gone. Meanwhile, we don't even know what the heck is this video about, what it is, who's Tony, nothing. We just wanted (laughs) to be able to access it, you know, and it was an adventure. My brother couldn't climb up to put the tape back um, in time. He stashed it in the bathroom. We had to go. Yeah, my dad told us to go upstairs and that he'll um, tell my mom. Yeah, he's going to tell our mom. And then after, I I don't know the timing, but it couldn't have been that long. My baby brother then gave up, went directly downstairs, directly in the bathroom, directly to the video, and then go hand it to my daddy. Mama found out. Uh, we did end up we so we did end up um <laughs> getting disciplined nonetheless just because we lied you know what I'm saying um and then yeah in hindsight I'm realizing that it was a porno definitely was porn it was an adult film wow um yes and I remember looking at it and it was like <laughs> I remember fast forwarding and rewinding and we were just kind of looking like what is the point of this why are we looking at some guy's foot at the end of the bed it was like his feet looking like this. Like at the end of the bed (laughs) and there was someone on top but I don't think we could really like see all of that it was mostly just feet on the bed moving and stuff like who cares about this sport you know go to the good stuff but it all makes sense that um yeah that makes sense why we weren't supposed to watch it but we did watch it and then he my brother went directly to it and gave it to my dad so he knew we were lying and then yeah we ended up getting beat (laughs) Wow. But I distinctly remember like, wow, like there's power in numbers. If we all say we don't know, like, fine. It's, you know, we're all good to go. And it really took Mm -hmm. the one who was emotionally like distraught to break and go down there and, um, yeah, and get the video and give it directly to him. He didn't even fluff or try to act like he didn't know where it was. He just went directly down there (laughs) stressing me. Um, And timing was important as well because, yeah. We d- I don't think we even fully understood the time that it was going to take to do all that stuff and get it back without being, you know, caught. And then we didn't realize my, how long my dad was going to be or what he was doing when he was coming back. Um, so really, it's just it was a lot. And then to know that I still got penalized. <laughs> That's the <laughs> whack part. Um, and so that was that was seven year old caress. Mm-hmm. Right. And so how. Did that situation where I think you mentioned even earlier on that you were um, a little bit more reserved or, you know, just like uh, a rule follower, um, even your siblings mm-hmm. to that extent, like didn't really see you as someone who would like take charge um, in stressful situations. Like, how is that one incident incident um, in addition to like other things that happened between seven and like now <laughs> um, impacted you as a leader today and like kind of like the things that you do um, in your different roles and stuff? Um, I would say it's the same. I feel like I am normally just kind of laid back because I like to observe to kind of see the context of what's going on, which is a very high value now for me generally. Um, and then I think being raised with that many siblings all the time, context always matters. And it was always like the forefront of everything. Um, and so I definitely take that with me. And then depending on where we're trying to go or what the solution is, so I'm, I feel like I'm very solution oriented. Um, 
in a predicament and I understand that time is very, I mean, it's, it's in the moment, like it's continual. It's always going to continue. So that's something that can't be really changed, but the other things really can towards something Mm -hmm. better, right? The benefit of others. And I feel like that the outcome is always to not be punished (laughs) or to not Mm -hmm. be harmed. You know what I'm saying? And so in order for that to happen, everyone has to be on one page which I was trying my best to do, and I still do to this day. So depending yeah. on who it is around the table, I try to understand like their viewpoints and not being wanting to be harmed, but still wanting to do their best. And then the context kind of supersedes all of us all the time. So I try to keep that in mind um, and just try to take, yeah, the positiveness uh, or like the positive lesson from it or the lesson learned and to again, keep it moving because yeah, I feel like after that moment in life, I was definitely over my baby brother for being a crybaby, quite <laughs> literally. Yeah, was, go. <laughs> yes, I was over all of them and over my dad too because he you know you shouldn't have put that VHS tape there. No one, we're children, we're going to want to try to see what's on there. And it wasn't no dang workout, I could tell you that. <laughs> it wasn't working out how uh, I think uh, my mom probably thought, which too, funny story, after the fact, that was a problem. Like that was a problem mm. in their relationship because she thought that he was working out, like literally, but he was definitely watching something he had no business watching. Mm. Wow. <laughs> learning learning uh some different learning opportunities on all fronts. Exactly. And so yeah. Tony, Tony's little workout for you all, like not necessarily <laughs> the video, but like the concept of the video was a way for you all as siblings to kind of like come together as a unit. <laughs> accomplish a goal and really like try to hold true to this team that you all built right mm-hmm. um how do you how do you corral current teams that you're on um, where they'd be like um your staff or fellow like staff members or colleagues students um to a specific goal like whatever their tony's little workout <laughs> is um for that specific group <laughs> What is your strategies for that? Oh my gosh, that is just tickling me right now. Even just hearing you say that. Tony's <laughs> <laughs> little workout for my staff would be uh, <laughs> or how I navigate that. I would say, um, I guess just the general, like really listening to others around the table, trying to figure out their needs and realizing the context that we're in or like what's going on and just trying our best to communicate without having feelings involved, you know, like the emotions per se. I think it's good to be passionate and focused on what it is we're talking about, but understanding there's the work and then there's people doing the work. And so you really do have to um, spend time on both of those things, the people and then how they do their work so that we can do our work in a way that gets us to the common vision and goal. Um, And so, yeah, just kind of, I always take the back seat to observe all what's going on. Um, mm. I think that's usually what I yeah, always do. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times, I wouldn't even just say students, like a lot of people who take the back seat um, or the observers or the internal processors are, are sometimes viewed as folks who aren't necessarily like leaders in like a traditional capacity due to the fact that like you're not the most vocal um, or, um, I don't know, it can just, it can seem like you're not really like in whatever is going on around you, but really like you're just sitting back and you're like, all right, cool. Like this is what's going on. If anything, you may have more context mm-hmm. of what's going on than like the average person in the room, just based on like your observations. And so what would you tell, um, other folks, UNC students specifically, 
um, who may be more of like an observer or, um, you know, just the people who don't necessarily like speak much, um, but have the capacity um, and the, the leadership characteristics necessary to like, kind of like take their leadership to another level. Um, so what would I say for folks who normally are seen as not quote unquote leaders because they're quiet or they sit kind of back or they're internal mm-hmm. processors? Um, yeah. Well, I feel like that is me. And normally I use it as a, I guess, a, a power strategy or tool because then that'll mm. catch folks off guard. You know, like if they're not expecting that and you do have like most of the factual understandings of what's happening plus the perceptions you know I feel like it's just a, a way to kind of yield your own power mm. um, just from a marginalized I guess perspective um, but yeah to continually analyze understand and know when the timing is right to actually say something and who to say it to and how to say it um, but I would offer anyone who norm, who does feel like that to understand like you, that is a leadership trait in itself, like really being able to get outside of yourself and to see all that's happening and then understanding that it is your values um, that essentially make you a leader. I feel like everyone has that capacity. It's just a matter of mm-hmm. how you um, yield it mm. in a certain time to be able to to use the power or the influence as you need to create the change. And hopefully it's a positive one. So. Um, yeah, no, that, that's great. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts or any small plugs that you want to give for your office um, or anything like that? Um, just generally, I feel like Lee, well, just like leadership and just like wellness or just like a lot of these things that we talk about that are concepts. Um understanding that everyone has the power to yield any one of these concepts. So wellness is a concept. It doesn't belong to anyone, just like leadership as well. It really is an innate trait or something to understand and then be able to know how that applies to you personally. So there's a lot of reflection going on always, um, whether it's the past, the present, and the future. Uh, And I really do appreciate that wellness also does tie into leadership, but mostly that wellness is preventative like it's a place to go to stay well and healthy not necessarily to go once you're experiencing issues or problems Mm -hmm. though you can as well so that you could prevent like something worse from happening per se so it really is about like growing in your self-awareness and yielding it um however you can so i would encourage everyone who's listening if you're a student to go ahead and visit our office because you just never know how it can really benefit you though it will I can guarantee that depending on um, what it is that your goals are. So if you have goals to be successful, then wellness should be an important concept. And so should leadership, I feel. But um, know that the student health fee covers our services. So if you don't use it and you're paying that student health fee, you're already, um, I guess, shortchanging yourself. Like you're not getting your full benefit for this tuition. Mm -hmm. So make sure you come and visit. And where's your office located? Um, first floor, Sasby South, right on Manning and Ridge in the corner. All right. Well, thank you for joining. And thank you so much, Anthony. That was a, a great story. A great oh, my story. gosh. Now I'm going to think about Tony's little workout. I know. <laughs> 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 oh, that is so funny, especially being a sexual health educator. Yeah. So it all right. makes sense. I feel like it just all makes sense. Check back with us for another discussion on leadership and even more amazing in-studio guests. It's Brian Anthony, live from the booth. Peace.